0: This is the day that the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. Well, it's 2018, the year of new beginnings. Also, I heard my pastor G. E. Stutter says it's the year of God's supernatural favor and increase. I am looking forward to some awesome things from God this year, and I encourage you to do the same. Well, my husband and I, we will start the Five Love Language series for married couples on Sunday, January the twenty-eighth at Harvest Prayer Center at 845 a.m. to nine forty-five AM, and child care and continental breakfast will be provided. For more information, email me at it at gmail.com. I want to take this time out to thank all of my listeners. This broadcast has been on for two years now and I thank the Lord for that. I welcome your prayer requests and testimonies. I would like to hear the great things that God is doing in your life. Last year, I was blessed to have sponsors for the entire year. God is truly awesome, I tell you. If God is leading you to support this ministry for 2018, Please obey his voice. I pray God will restore back to you a hundredfold blessing for your giving in return. You can submit your gift by PayPal or Venmo through It's About Him Ministries at gmail.com. Also, you can follow me or this broadcast rather on Twitter at It's About underscore Jesus. That's at Twitter at It's About underscore Jesus. Well, last week broadcast, we entitled, it was entitled, One Thing is Needed. And today we will continue on with that series, uh, part two of One Thing is Needed. We discussed how the one thing that's needed is a relationship with Jesus. And there are three components toward this one thing that's needed that I wasn't able to finish last week but I would like to continue this week. Number one the importance of spending time with God. Number two, keeping the main thing, the main thing. And number three, being intentional. Last week, we shared how that it's important that we spend time with God on a daily basis through his word or the Bible, that this is a great way to know God intimately. And this is the one needed thing, praise God. And once we do this, then our lives would change for the better. We talked about how being distracted by the urgent things keeps us from accomplishing the important things in our lives. I also mentioned how Satan, his aim is to keep us preoccupied with the urgent. So we don't focus on what is really important. We are so busy helping everyone with their urgent matters that we are not doing the important matters that God has called us to do. Personally, I have been guilty of allowing other people's crisis to become my emergencies. I had to learn how to say no. Today, you might have to just say no. The urgency of others can rob our time away from God. Urgency is a time robber. Now, number two, keeping the main thing, the main thing. Uh, Again, last week, I talked about the clock and the compass. And we said that the two factors appear to be opposing each other at times when they should be working together. We said the compass is more or less the end result, um, what we want to happen or we what we want to accomplish. For example, wanting to spend more time with God, that's the compass. Now the clock is what is actually being done. Uh, we actually set a time aside or make time to spend with God, putting it on a schedule and actually doing it. So the main thing is keeping the main thing, the main thing, praise God. So I encourage us to make the word of God, the main thing in our lives by making it a priority and putting it first above all things like Matthew six thirty three says, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And all these things will be added unto us, you know, and talking about keeping the main thing, the main thing I heard uh, Dr. David Jeremiah, he had mentioned about Stephen Colby. He's the author of The Seven Habits of Successful People. And he said one day uh, Stephen was in a um, at a seminar and the facilitator had a big uh, gallon empty jar with a wide mouth and then had some rocks on the other side of it. And he was placing these rocks in this gallon container and he asked the audience, he said, do you think the jar is full? And the audience says, yes, it's full. And then the the facilitator, he began to add gravel over the rocks. And then he asked again the audience, do you still think It's full. And by this time, the audience caught on and they said, well, maybe, maybe not so. And so then after that, he added sand in the container with the rocks and the gravel. And he asked again, do you think it's full? And by this time, the audience caught on and said, no, I don't think so. And then he added about a quart of water into there. And what he was trying to show the people was that he put the big things in first, which was the rocks. And he asked the audience, he said, what do you think this meant? And someone responded that, um, you know, you can get a lot of things in. Uh, how do he put it? He said, um, I'm trying to think how the guy said it now here. I heard it. He said, you can always put things in, into our lives. Things can be added. And so what, um, The facilitator was saying, no, the correct answer is that we make the important things first, then we can add room for the other things that are not as crucial. Otherwise, you would never have room for what is important if you put it in last. And so he was saying, if you put the rocks in last, you would never have room for it because all these unimportant things would have taken up the time. And so that's what we have to think about in our lives making sure we put the main thing in first. In this case, the rocks, the big things, if that's reading the word or praying or spending time with God in his presence, putting those things first. And then we can do all these other errands and running here and there and doing this and doing that for other people. So make sure we make the main thing, the main thing. So there are gaps, but if we keep sticking more things in them, guess what? It will get filled but we don't want them to get filled with unimportant things. So if we don't put the big things in first, the rocks, the word of God, you can put them in. You can't put them in later. And after the important things are in first, then we can add all these other things. And we will realize those other things are not that important. So let's put God's word first and not allow the other stuff to steal our time away from God. Praise God. And number three, being intentional. One way to be intentional is to journal. And I know for some of you, you might think, oh, that's for women or children or whatever. It's for everybody. You know, journaling helps us to be wise with our time. We all have the same amount of time. So let's use it wisely. Praise God. You can get so much done if we focus our time in the right areas, praise God. And also journaling, it can help us not only control our time by helping us address what is most important. It can also help us measure how we have grown in the things of God. From last year, from last month to last quarter, we can have a measuring stick or just some of the things how God is dealing with us or how we're changing or, or even those hard things in our life, how God has brought us through those things and the struggles and, and, and how God has increased our faith. So we can look at journaling different if we just put things aside and, and, and make that a You know, a priority, you know, reading his word and what God is saying after we read the word, what he's speaking to our hearts about what we just read. And we can write that down and maybe, you know, next week come back to it. And maybe that might be an answer to something that we were believing God for. We can come back to it. So journaling is very important. So spend time with God by reading his word and allowing him to show us us. Praise God. So let's read so God can show us, us. There is no better way to know the heart of God than by spending time with him in his word. And you know, I was just thinking too, that it would be good if we can just always be mindful, because then that way, when we put God first and make that a priority, then Satan can no longer steal that time away from us. Praise God, because we're making a conscious effort to make the reading, the Bible in this case, a priority. Praise God. Let's go to Luke chapter 10, verses 38 through 42. This is a good example um, about two sisters, Mary and Martha, and one may Jesus, the priority, praise God. And that's the needed thing. And that's the one thing we need. Praise God. Jesus is not a thing. However, he's a person, praise God and spirit. Hallelujah. So anyway, but it says in verse 38, now it happened as they went, that he entered a certain village and a certain woman named Martha welcomed him into her house. And she had a sister called Mary who also sat at Jesus' feet and heard his word. But Martha was distracted with much serving and she approached him and said, Lord, do you not care that my sister has left me to serve alone? Therefore, Tell her to help me. And Jesus answered and said to her, Martha, Martha, you are worried and troubled about many things, but one thing is needed. And Mary has chosen that good part, which will not be taken away from her. One thing is needed. And Mary chose that to be at the feet of Jesus, listening to the word Jesus. Hallelujah. I'm telling you, our time is of the essence and we want to be ready. When Jesus returns, we want to be ready. We don't want to be like Martha. Hallelujah that's concerned about so many different things, the cares of this world, and lose sight on the most important thing, which is spending time with Jesus. So let's be like Mary sitting at Jesus' feet, making time a priority, that one needed thing. Praise God, which she chose the good part. Let us pray. Dear Heavenly Father, help us to make an intentional attempt to read and study your word regularly and consistently, that we don't put ourselves in bondage when we slip up or miss a day, but rather get back up and continue where we left off. Help us to be disciplined, to read and to study your word only daily. Hallelujah. Not only, but daily, even if it's for several minutes, some people may only have five minutes. Help us to be mindful of the enemy's tactics of keeping us busy doing the urgent things rather than the important things. Hallelujah. God help us to hunger and thirst after your righteousness, because that's the one thing that is needed a relationship with your son, Jesus, in your holy son, Jesus name. And if you're listening and don't know Jesus as Lord and savior, I pray that you will open up your hearts and we just believe and trust God that you will repent of your sins and ask Jesus to come into your heart and believe that Jesus, that God himself raised him from the dead for your sins hallelujah, and that you believe in your heart and confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and you're safe. It's just that easy. So write me, send me an email. Let me know if you prayed the prayer of repentance, if you accepted Jesus in your heart. And remember, it's not about me. It's not about you. It's about him, Jesus. I trust you are blessed by this broadcast. Remember, it's not about me, it's not about you, it's about him, Jesus. We didn't come to look at you, but it's about Jesus.